This podcast was brought to you by Good Episode Productions. You like it. What day of the week were you born? We'll tell you what your favorite sandwich is. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) How many of these lumps do you have on your head? We'll tell you whether you deserve to we'll live. We'll tell you if we'll tell you what social class you're from. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How are we doing? Anything significant happened in our lives since we last recorded? Nah, yes, I got a job. <laughs> you got a job? Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. Hey. What's your job? I was going to ask you off the record, but it we is. don't need to leave this in the episode. I am going. I to, I'll leave it. In. <laughs> I'm going to be working at a Cuban-themed bar okay um as a lot it's yeah it's so communist (laughs) they've got lots of posters of che guevara and they're paying me minimum wage (laughs) just like che guevara would have wanted he would have che guevara is like i think you should pay these bar staff very badly yeah (laughs) wow that was his main policy um when they blew up a huge armored train um (laughs) <laughs> they, they were doing it so they the the train was full of money that they were going to give to bar staff um and they didn't want the bar staff to get that money <laughs> yeah it was yeah. deliberately to just like hurt bar staff they just had a grudge against bar staff it's <laughs> quite weird that there's a bar based on it um <laughs> oh is that is that um you can bleep this out but is it it is yeah yes ah a classic i mean bar. Good. you know it is it's a i like the bar um i've been invited to a training day on Friday this week, which includes rum tasting, so that'll be interesting. Ooh. Okay, very fun. That sounds pretty good. They have to ply us with alcohol before they get us to do all the signing stuff. I'm I have already signed the contract, but that would be very funny. <laughs> um, I suppose you need to yeah. know what the rum tastes like. That's true. The they have they have like thirty, forty different rums. So I hope. Oh, Jesus. I, I don't need to know what all of them taste like. <laughs> I'll be like, which is, uh, which, like, these are the dark rums, these are the light rums. If you ask me anything else, I'm going to say that I don't know. But you can, <laughs> can have it. You can give it a try. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's exciting. Doing that thing you do in a craft beer place where you give people, like, a tiny sample so that they can try, but just doing it with rums. So in fact, you're just giving them free shots. Free shots. <laughs> uh, we yeah. get in and there's, like, a big spit bucket right in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Carrying a silver Tastavan around your neck so you yeah, can yeah, taste, yeah. All the, taste all the rum properly. I'm very excited probably to a, head uh, into boss. this new era of this podcast where all of us are employed. I don't think that has happened before. It hasn't. It hasn't. Do you remember when we were all unemployed? Yeah. No, actually, George was never unemployed. Never mind. And I'm still employed. <laughs> And you're you're the same. Keeping yeah, up this but there streak. was a point where like me, Robin, and Janosh were all unemployed, yeah. and that was the best time. And I missed that time. It was a good time for the content. Um, Bad time for not money, the best good time, time for, for like <laughs> yeah. me as a person. <laughs> <laughs> but how how are you as a person doing now, Janosh? I I got a girlfriend since the last episode. Oh. And Disgusting. I know. That's actually that's actually. <laughs> it sounds like poison yeah. for podcasting. Like if you. If you like me being bitter, <laughs> well, yeah, you really, luck. you really bring in like the sour end of the podcast. You really bring that sort of like, yeah, the you know, the distaste, the, the you know, the my my op, my op, no misanthropic element. Mm-hmm. That now you have a, a hashtag GF. Yeah. You're just going to be mm-hmm. too peppy and bright to really to really bring you know. 
weren't, what you're supposed to be. I'm gonna have an on your perspective era. on like the way uh, Terry portrays romance in his books. <laughs> yeah, I just be like, actually, I think it's, I think it's actually heartwarming. <laughs> <laughs> Do you love the epic, the epic romance of Agnes and uh, Mightily Oats? Yeah, the one that totally <laughs> happens. Yeah, didn't it stir your loins and heart? Um, he literally spends more time with Granny Weatherwax. Like I that. know. <laughs> Uh, but it's listen Terry it's fine I forgive you it's it's small enough of an element I think it's like Agnes character development right where she's like I should be less judgmental and she should be less pathetic Uh, (laughs) that's how I I deal with dating yeah they should be I should be different and they should be different too Mm. it's good getting into a relationship where you want to change things about the person yeah I just, just remembered one untrue. one thing we will lose from this podcast is me talking about online dating because I'm not gonna go on any dating app ever again. <laughs> mm. uh, That's true. I, it's, been, it's been really working for me lately. I've changed my mind on <laughs> online dating. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I got like, three different women sending me messages. I'm like, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I guess I am fundamentally lovable. <laughs> I just wanted to you shout really out my, uh, my uh, favorite profile that I saw. Like, it was still like a couple of weeks before I deleted the app. Uh, but my favorite profile was one that had like the second or third image was like the her with a guy on it, and uh, the bio said the guy on my third image is my gay best friend. Because I think equality and being an ally is very important. Ooh. <laughs> that is why he is my friend. <laughs> I do not care for him as a person, but he is a homosexual. <laughs> That's why this, I'm friends uh, with you lot. <laughs> I, I really wasn't sure the reason, so that, that confirms some things. Yeah. I, you know. It's very funny to put that on a, on a profile and just be like, the guy in my third photo is an accessory to me. <laughs> 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 I I stand with all people, even if they're degenerate and horrible. Yeah, I don't think that's true. I only I only care for the degenerate ones, and the ones who aren't degenerate, I think, fundamentally don't have a purpose. And that's my opinion on gay rights. It's very important for you to know that I am tolerant of uh, the. And then there's just like a long list of slurs. <laughs> <laughs> Walking up to the first gay guy and ask him if he wants to be on my Tinder profile. Yeah. I'm going to say that you're my best friend. Is that okay? Even though I do not know you. I love to just put something on my Tinder profile that's like, yo, I'm homophobic, but not in a very obvious way. <laughs> you call me subtly homophobic. You can technically not call me homophobic. I can't be fired for this. <laughs> but I will make you uncomfortable. <laughs> Best I'm homophobic, but I don't even know it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be homophobic. I have only committed subtle hate crimes. Okay. <laughs> I only do microaggressions, so... My aggressions are so micro, you can't even hear them. That's just how micro they are. They're just very, very, very tiny, but they will build up. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't like worry too much about Janos um, becoming too positive and full of love and purpose. 
because <laughs> I don't know. I'll make sure to maximize my feelings of being stuck in a rut and able to change <laughs> yeah. the conditions in which I live. <laughs> it will even it out. Yay! <laughs> and if it helps, yeah. I think the job that I've just here. got is going to become very depressing very quickly. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But hey, I've got some Hungarian wine, which is, is pretty good. That's I think not. I probably should have chilled it, but I'm not sure. Ooh, wine of Hungary. It's very uh, sweet, so it's nice with nice with this still to They up. had wine in Hungary. I just assumed they drank beer? Mm. <laughs> Question mark? The only, the only wine Chaz drinks so is Blossom Hill Rosé. Ooh, Blossom Hill. That's the good great. shit. Mm. Blossom Hill, Echo Falls gang. Mm. Mm. The Australian one. What's that? Barefoot? Uh, oh, Barefoot's bare, not bare as bad. It's not as bad. It's actual wine. It's, yeah. it's not really good. But Blossom mm. Hill and Echo Falls are ones where you can buy white wine, rosé or red wine, but it doesn't say a grape. It's just white. <laughs> I got one. Uh, I got one. So when I, I had a friend when I was in my first year of my first university experience and um, she loved Jägerbomb. So for her birthday, I got her a bottle of Jägermeister. Um, and then for my birthday, she got me a bottle of white wine called Juicy Tropical Fruit Flavors. <laughs> wow. I would so, murder. Listen, I don't want to I don't want to compare prices of presents, but this does not feel like a fair exchange. <laughs> it's not a fair exchange. Jägermeister is very expensive and very horrible, and Juicy Tropical Fruit, fruit Flavor wine is very cheap and it's very like horrible. It's about two pounds from mm. the corner store. Listen, I would prefer no present. That's the honest <laughs> truth. <laughs> yeah, right. You have to do something with that then. Yeah. Yeah, I just now I have it. this. Yeah. You put it in, in food, maybe. You got to, you got to it, re-gift it, it to someone you hate. Yeah. Give it to the local tombola. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe she hated me. That was Give it to the <laughs> landlord why. that showed up in your... Uh, Does this make you feel patriotic, Janosch? It's very patriotic, yeah. Mm. Oh, the Italian flag. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling more Hungarian by the minute. People, mm. people do like, say that Hungary is the um, is the Italy the, of, of Central Italy Europe. Of, yeah, <laughs> I have to say, speaking of speaking of Italy, I yeah. saw The Godfather for the first time oh, yeah. on Sunday, and because I know it's a running joke on this podcast that we say that The Godfather is one of the only the good movies. Yeah, um, it is, and I it is I a think good movie. It might, I think it might be true. <laughs> I've been God. I've been very heavily Godfather pilled. I saw the Godfather in a cinema, and it, I was incredibly moved by the experience. And now I'm just like every now and again, I'll think of the Godfather. I fucking like, wish I could movie. see it in the cinema. It's always like it's one of the best good. movies ever made. Yeah, this say. is a very we love mafia media. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the way it's filmed is just so so good. And Marlon Brando it's, in that movie. It's crazy. Marlon Brando I really was overcome with feelings of erotic overcome. energy towards Al Pacino. <laughs> um, I was I was overcome. I was in the cinema just like There's too much come. I was just staring. I was like <laughs> I, he can come over me anytime. Um the poor I mean, Asher had to clean my seats. Old. When do you see the Godfather <laughs> Pie two though? I, I I'm very excited to be see attracted part two. to him in that. It's because he I know he becomes like a bad dude, but then I guess um, so we got like bad. But like not even in a fun way. No. I mean I mean it's gonna be very sad, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but kind, we've also kind of got whole, we got young young Robert De Niro and so maybe maybe he will be eminently. Young Robert De Niro is very attractive in Godfather Part 2. 
Mm. With all these very attractive short Italian men. Listen, (laughs) if you're a short Italian man, send me a DM on Twitter and I will be too scared to answer you. If you're a Sicilian... If you're a Sicilian, get a Hit us up, we'll give you Chaz's number. With deep brown eyes, then... Mm. Uh, you're a uh, short Italian A, a wonderful Sicilian. sharp jaw. Uh, mm. Uh. Mm. Mm. I remember that scene where they're doing like the christening <laughs> of where like Appuccino yeah. becomes the new godfather and then it's like intercut yeah. with like all the scenes of violence and it really makes you think. <laughs> you're like, damn, like, I wonder what this movie could be about. The, the, bit, the bit where, they, where they're in the christening where they're like, do you renounce the devil? Yeah. And then it shows all these murders that he facilitates and he's like, I do denounce the devil. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> that's that's movie magic for you. <laughs> that's that's some. I didn't know they can do this stuff. I didn't. I didn't know. It's about being a man and how being a man, you become more of a man when you uh, take power and <laughs> yeah. kill people. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's that is how that's good. About. And you should be the more manliest violent. thing ever is to just kill two guys in a cafe. That's just like the manliest thing that you could do. So if you haven't done that, you should look into it. Taping a flashlight to the bottom of a toilet tank <laughs> so you can jerk off in a cafe. <laughs> this is this is why they have those machines where you can buy the little travel pocket pussies. So you don't have to the go and tape it exists. There first. <laughs> to, to escape a sort of Godfather type situation. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing back an old bit. Do you know Listen, about? We the, love the travel pursuits. Have you ever talked about the Godfather video game where you're like? <laughs> yes, I heard, I heard. I heard about this when I was where reading the TV trips page. You're, for the you're you pay a guy who isn't in the movie and <laughs> who just who just always off screen in the movie and like so you have to do shit like you have to be the guy who puts the horse head in the bed. <laughs> really good you're just doing all the fucking busy work you're the one who like hides the guns in the toilet (laughs) well when we get when we get like a disney remake of the godfather it's like pg-13 or whatever um they will have like a disney plus series about the guy who puts the horse head in the bed (laughs) (laughs) yeah where's the mandalorian series about that guy Uh, Mm. yeah then he meets boba fett and (laughs) (laughs) Cuts off Boba Fett's head and puts it in like someone else's bed. I don't know. Um, now that's okay. cinema. Now that's the magic of cinema. Okay, should we should we get this should we get this Let's started? Get this yeah. Gang. Started. I'm gonna cast a spell on you. You're gonna do what I want you to. Mix it up here in my little bowl Say a few words and you lose control I'm a hex girl And I'm gonna put a spell on you I'm gonna put a spell on you I'm a hex girl And I'm gonna put a spell on you Hello, welcome to Watch is a Watch A Discworld reread slash watch consumption podcast Hosted by four people who are not vampires, but do suck the lifeblood out of you when you listen to them. Uh, I'm your host, Chaz, and everywhere I look, I see something horny. (laughs) Um, I'm your host, Robin, and I've prepared a helpful set of infographics about how not to give in to dark magic. And you can find that on my Instagram. It's right next to um, the other set of slides, which is about which groups of people are justified for a vampire to eat 
I'm your host, Janos, and, you know, I'm going to preface this by saying, we usually say, like, jokey stuff here. This is this is real. I just okay. spent the past, like, three or four hours saying, crap. 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 I'm your host, George, and uh, I'm the only one on this podcast who isn't prescribed by the UN Security Council. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be true. <laughs> um, yeah. The, the, the thing about Scraps and the thing about Igor is that his his lisp is not funny. It's very <laughs> it's not funny at all. Scraps. There's no. It's, there's nothing funny there's about nothing Igor. Funny about speech impediments. No. <laughs> Especially not no, if you're perfectly... like cobbled yourself together from like body parts of all he's sorts. A, he's of... a self-made man. Yeah. <laughs> tongue, <laughs> his tongue too big for his goddamn mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if you get one good thing, you might as well put do. that too. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I still believe never, he has two dicks. Get, yeah, we never get dick confirmation. <laughs> I um, believe it. Oh, I, I believe. believe two dick truther. <laughs> <laughs> I go. They call him. Yeah, two dick. I go. I mean, but who would he fuck though? I don't know. Like, Wait. does he take? Does he take pleasure? <laughs> don't fuck that dog. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, he could fuck himself. Uh, he could just sew something else on. You know. <laughs> He can make a flashlight, like, very literally. Yeah. The, the, uh... Like an actual flashlight. Oh, not even oh, talking no. about that. Oh, oh. No! I'm not even talking about the technicalities. Like, I'm just not sure if he experiences sexual pleasure. I mean, he wants to... F- I think he does. He experiences other kinds of He, he wants to fuck Nanny Og. That's true. I think he does want to fuck Nanny Og. There is a guy... With two penises, um, and he did a Reddit AMA about it. Was that real? Was I, it real? I I've like to them. think so. I've seen them. It looked real. I've seen that. I've seen the pictures of it. Yeah, and I saw. He said that like every time he gets an erection, he like passes out. Yeah, great. He would. Talking of penises, <laughs> I've been doing a lot of doom scrolling lately because of the whole, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. w- yeah. stuff going on. Uh, and one of the people who was like. There's been a lot of people who think they're generals on the internet, but they're really like some guy with like a picture of a dog as their a dog wearing a Ukraine flag jacket or something as their mm-hmm. um, profile pic. And one guy was a guy who was staunchly behind Putin, and I was like, oh, this, "This guy's weird. He's making very weird arguments." I clicked on his thing, and it, all he did was post like porn of men's assholes <laughs> and and dicks, and I was like, "Oh." There's nothing weird... wrong with that. It's so beautiful. No, this is a weird like other. conjunction. <laughs> posting humanity, whole... beautiful. Imagine hole being Imagine. posted forever. Imagine okay. there's no hole, as as uh, John Lennon said. Falling into a posting <laughs> yeah. hole. That's what. That's that's why they killed him. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Who's they, Janosch? Hmm? Explain. <laughs> The pro-hole agenda. Mm. The, the pro-holers, yeah. Famously, John Golfers Lennon alliance. died because of cancel culture. Mm. He the did. He got cancelled so hard. Guns. And in public as well. The, the ultimate cancellation. It's the fate that awaits all of us yeah. at some point. Mm. <laughs> the it's final like, cancellation well, of this guy. As, as leftists in the UK, probably. I mean, we've already been cancelled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been... You listen... I felt the dark shadow of cancellation occasionally yeah. pass over me. 
but so far it hasn't settled upon my shoulder. But one day it will. And on that day, I guess I will die. On that day, you'll probably get a book deal. I don't know. On that day, I'm selling out and quitting the podcast and I'm going on GB News to talk about, uh, I don't know, something bad. Uh, I'm going on GB GB News News. to talk about how I want to post pictures of Winston Churchill's hole. (laughs) Yeah, people people are cancelling me for for posting Churchill's hole, yeah. Mm. The, The woke left don't want to see Churchill's hole. That's I was trying so to think true. of something really stupid, but they already have the Boris Johnson as a clone conspiracy on there, so I couldn't think of anything. Oh uh, yeah, stupid. they've been having Jennifer, Jennifer Arcuri on there. Yeah, Jennifer, yeah. like she was like the darling of like libs for a while because she was she was saying shit about Boris Johnson. They're like, this will be the thing that will break him finally, and it's like, no, <laughs> <laughs> it's not um, worked and now, before. Now she's but just maybe... like queuing on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how will he wriggle out of this one? Ah, nevertheless. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it really shouldn't be that hard to understand that like, that there's a type of guy who just like won't get bothered by any of this. Hmm. That politics isn't real anymore. Yeah, <laughs> if yeah. it ever was, Britain's not real. Fucking rules. Britain's not real. It's just like a sort of coagulated scab on the body of of the of the earth, <laughs> that's just like flaking. Yeah. And eventually mm. it's going to be just completely rejected and disintegrate into the I ocean. I love when the, it's the a queen is joking around about not being able to move. Yeah. I don't think she was a joker. I think she was asking for help. They <laughs> 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 just don't uh, let can't, her die. can't quite get up. Just, I think oh, that every so day the queen asks, be, asks for being euthanized and they say no. <laughs> yeah. They say no. You One have more to day, make it for your jubilee. Yeah, I'm. I'm absolutely winning my bet on when she's gonna kick the bucket. She's um. She's actually on her throne right now, uh, her mad bed throne, and they have to sacrifice like a thousand yeah. uh, corgis every day to keep her alive. Mm. Mm. <laughs> it's, yeah, like it's like those, um, it's like back to tanks in Star Wars, but it's full of swans' blood. I was gonna mm. say it's like that woman in in Elden Ring who sucks life force out of you in order to like gather it inside of herself so she can bring a lord back to back to life. Just like all women, <laughs> am I right, James? <laughs> yeah. Do you have like a roommate who plays Elden Ring or something? Yeah, <laughs> Alec just plays it in the living room, and I just sit and watch him play Elden Ring while I'm working. So now I just know a lot about Elden Ring despite not playing it. Great, I don't is know it, anything it? about it. Is it basically I know I know George uh, wrote it single-handedly the whole thing. George wrote every single piece of dialogue <laughs> in the uh, in the game. First of all, uh, uh, does, does it yeah, have a cardboard like cutout of George R. R. Martin come on at the beginning and go? I heartily approve this video game and or media product. <laughs> would be so good. No, but it has an extremely dense cutscene where just they say like a bunch of words that like don't connect to anything that you're aware of and you're like, what is this? But it's all Souls <laughs> games, like the... I know, I know, the it's really good. The same one of them's cool, and um, one of the guys is called The Loadsome Dung Eater. So yeah, I heard of that. About. It's pretty good. Like, so the ring a Twitter took user. The, the tarnishness. Um, it's pretty... Listen, I'm... I think it's cool. I think it looks really cool. I've yeah, never been is. good at difficult video games, so it's probably not for me. But I, I respect respect anyone who would who likes it. That's fine. I'm not mad. Mm. <laughs> I'm always mad about everything. That's a lie. Okay, should we talk about the book? Yes. Because we, we got sidetracked again. What book? Obviously, we never normally no. do. <laughs> what book? 
the book Carpe Juggalum, of course, Carpe by Mr. Juggalum. Terry Pratchett. Wait, if we start we finished, well, finished another one. <laughs> <laughs> we finished this book. First today. book of the year that we finished. First book of the Listen, I know it's March. <laughs> that is oh my irrelevant. God, it is fucking March. Just, it is only fucking March. Yeah, but it's, my, uh, um, it just barely started, so we took yeah, like two months yeah. to read a book. Big deal. Mm. Get off so our nuts. Some people take whole years to read books. Exactly. So yeah. I At think least... it's fine. Stop adding me on Twitter and telling me that I'm lazy and stupid. <laughs> Stop telling us that we're too slow to read a book. Stop, Stop com- telling me that I'm illiterate, because it's not true, and whoever told you that is lying. Stop comparing our podcasting schedule with the advancing schedule of the Russian army. Uh. <laughs> wow, current humor. Am I right? When this comes out in like three, four weeks... <laughs> yeah, I'll probably have one and then I'll yeah. Once the nuclear war started in three or four mm. weeks and this episode comes out. Yeah, once um, some columnist for the, the Times has like <laughs> taken power in a bloodless coup and launched a nuclear strike on fucking Chelyabinsk. <laughs> once everyone has reached enlightenment that this all just happens because world leaders are men and if women were at it, they would just be shopping. <laughs> women women do would be, be like, what if we just... What if we just brunch with Ukraine? That's so true. Mm. Anyway, we're talking about the book uh, that I mentioned just a second ago, Carpe Juggler. Which also has women, so this is actually this was actually relevant. Happy Women's Month, everybody! Happy Women's Month! Happy Women's Month! Yeah, I just want to. I'm done with LGBT people. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's women's time now. Token women friends, like you have male friends. Um, (laughs) Then. (laughs) How come there's no International Men's Day? There is! No, there isn't. I'd know about it, because I'm a man, I if know it was one. It. That's what No Not November is. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we get a whole month. <laughs> it's a whole month for men. Mm. My work wanted me to like send a picture. They sent a like um, an email around my department, being like, "Send a picture of yourself making an X with your hands for International Women's Day." And I'm like, "I'm gonna run what like for that. for the chromosomes?" I have no idea why. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I hope. I really hope it's not for the chromosomes. I just thought it was it's connected to for, nothing. Like resisting <laughs> like, being attacked by the patriarchy or whatever. Yeah. I'm not resisting. I there would simply a... send an email back saying, if you would want to celebrate International Women's Day, yeah. let me have a paid day off. <laughs> Which day um, is Yeah, that, I was like, wow, you should get... Hmm? I don't know. Because <laughs> I've seen a... This is how little I care about International no, Women's I, Day. I have, like... a, I have a... Here's the thing about it. Yeah, because I took a walk a couple of weeks ago with okay. my roommate, who is a woman. Mm-hmm. Oh, progressive. And... my woman best friend. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a bridge where someone like someone like graffitied it with saying uh don't forget march 8th and then there was that like woman sign but also like the transgender sign or whatever you know the gender sign mm-hmm. yeah yeah and then we were both like wait That's what's on march the 8th and i looked at that and it was international women's day and then she was like oh fuck i should have known that <laughs> as a woman no but- i don't I don't see why, as a woman, you should have to know what International think Women's Day is. Because like, that just feels like putting like an extra burden on women, listen. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, uh, it's like Pancake Day, you know? You, you settle down with your family and you eat a woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to eat a woman. What if I, um, give, up, what if I give up women for Lent? Like, interacting with <laughs> yeah. them. Uh-huh. Ooh, you get special dispensation really for that. Yeah. 
Well, you know what? Yeah. You know what would be the hardest thing for a man to do is to give up podcasting for Lent, am I right? So true. Mm. I mean, men would have probably. to give up watching The Godfather 2 for Lent. <laughs> I these are all things men that would I'm have to, to do give as up, a woman. Give up listening to Steely Dan and watching Stuart Lee for Lent. <laughs> <laughs> You're joking like these are things that you don't do. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> if I if I was a man, you have to give up going outside for Lent. I think you have to have curfews, like Caitlin Moran said. Ah, um, yeah. yeah. Men are men men not allowed outside. I yeah, just think you... it's really stupid. Like, listen, <laughs> not to disregard the whole movement of feminism, but the idea of just having a day that celebrates all women just feels very stupid. <laughs> Listen, Callum Moran was right, um, and just like this book says, just like Carpe Juggalum says, um, the only people who can't control themselves are animals, and also men. Um, therefore, they should have a <laughs> they were animals. Yeah. You know what I think we do need, though, is like an International People's Day, where we just celebrate all of mm. us. Mm. I think that would be epic. Mm. We need a we we don't have an international men's day, but I think we should have an international not all <laughs> men's day. When the ones who are good, we we come out. The ones who are like, good are allowed to celebrate. I yeah. like women. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, it's I, a day for it's, women a, I've never met. it's a day for the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The ones who will the at few least uh, grudgingly agree to be pegged. <laughs> the very yeah. few uncancelled. Pegging day, I am on board with. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be pegged, but it's a celebration of pegging. Yeah, but it would be about the Steely dance song Peg, so... It, mm. Okay. <laughs> Men love to just make everything about Steely Dan, <laughs> am I right? Women. <laughs> it's because we love Edgar Rice Burroughs' books. Yeah. Or William... Mm. Sa- William? William S. Burroughs, but... William, not Edgar. William e- Edgar, yeah, okay. Yeah, we've all read Naked Lunch. Did you know Steely Dan is named after a dildo? Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh shit, this is brand new information to me. Oh fuck, my, um, my, my fucking opening is too cold. This opening's too cold. Can we have it reheated? <laughs> this is like the fifth Someone, cold opening. That, are we talking about pegging case? again? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> my, my cold open is my butthole. Okay. Um, <laughs> the coldest butthole. Can't juggle Pay that's, why, that's why. That's why people are into like sunning their buttholes now. <laughs> hey, yeah, they want warm. warm hey, girl, that opening's looking pretty cold. Flirting <laughs> 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 at the podcasters' convention. Um, okay, Carpet Juggler, did you? Did you, friends, podcast hosts, did you enjoy this book? Yes. First of all. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Vampires. Wampires. Wampires. Wampir. Uh, Transylvania. Post, post-birth abortion. <laughs> post-birth abortion. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. I love it. Uh, it's really good. Um, I love Granny Weatherwax so much. I've been weatherwaxed. Mm. You just got The ending of this book, where you find out that all the vampires are suddenly got, like, Weatherwax tendencies, and they've all just become Granny Weatherwax rather than her really becoming a vampire. Tea. It's just like that. As I, the first time I read that, I was just like, "This is the greatest thing I've ever read in my entire yeah, life." 
She hit him with a reverse Uno card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she said, no, you. <laughs> it's like, I know no. you are, but what am I? <laughs> <laughs> well, loads of vampires so, just running around. I want a cup of tea. Mm, yeah. Classic. Do we, how do we want to discuss this? Do we want to go by, like, the different plot lines? or Just go by vibes. Well, Let's go by vibes, okay. Be easy Things that I really like... <laughs> I love the Granny Weatherwax mightily oats walking through yeah. the mountains journey. Yeah, where Terry has really another uh, let's discuss religion moment. Yeah, mm. he loves to. He loves he it, loves but he's had he's had a change in perspective since last time. Yeah, well, sort of, well. I guess. He's like, ah, what if it's about finding the holy things around you rather than the book? Mm-hmm. But it's like Terry. We we know that Arm is real. We saw him in that book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so are all so are all of the other gods. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. It's about faith, the concept. Yeah, which I think I think he's he's gone away. He's had some thoughts, and he said maybe religion is a good concept worth putting some thought into. Well, he has that essay that he um where he was like oh I he saw, he like was walking and saw a sunset and was like. Maybe I understand people who are religious now. Um, he saw and a I double like rainbow com- and he filmed himself. Yeah. And he put it on the internet. What, and everyone in rainbow. 2008 um, was like, wow, amazing. Yeah. Which I'm like, I, I, I definitely think you can see in this of him being like, oh, maybe holiness is like the things around you. Mm. And, you know, maybe that there is a like an effect that that has. It's learning to mm. seize the day. Yeah. Mm. Learning to carpe yeah. the DM. I like that. I like that mightily. Oats goes through like a whole character development thing. Uh, yeah, and in, he learns some. In a way, it's like tips. a lot stronger than a lot of characters often do in these books. Like, yeah. They, they yeah, Take like three to four books to like to have like really slow development, and he goes like a whole journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a really good character. It is almost like like walking when uh, when Bruce went through the desert. Yeah. But it's a sort of similar thing of like I'm um, going through this like weird, horrible swamp and mountain with like at one point uh, and there's like a mule, so she she's on they're on a mule at one point and then he has to carry her on its shoulders and it's like a whole thing. Yeah, mm. and he, he does sort of come out of this spiritual journey like changed. Proximity which, yeah, to weatherworks effect. Yeah. He's like maybe yeah. maybe I'm in two minds about everything, but maybe I can just choose to do something that I think is right and that's like Fine. They, yeah. The truth isn't that important. They go through a dialectical process. Like, <laughs> yeah, so. they do. They do dialect. They go on a walk and do some dialectics. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This book's Hegelian. It is. Yeah, move over exposition desert. It's time for the dialectic swamp. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I lost my boots in the swamp of dialectics. <laughs> <laughs> This is a new location in town. It's very good. I, I, I love I love the way Granny talks about um man, if I if I believed in God, I would be horrible about it. Like I would none of this like She's the world's most intense person. She is. Yeah. She doesn't do anything by half. And he um, does everything by halves. I'd be burning loads of people if I was an omnian. <laughs> I know that's not very fashionable these days, but I would be doing it. Well, here's the dialectic, right? So the um, 
is the, the proposition. Thesis and antithesis. Thesis and yeah, antithesis. Yeah, thesis is guy who does everything by halves. Mm-hmm. Antithesis, woman who does everything uh, 100%. Yeah. And the synthesis mm-hmm. is two people who do things by three quarters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very intelligent. But together, mm-hmm. that's uh, still that's 150%. Look, we have so it's all, more. We have yeah. all Red Hager on this podcast. Uh, yeah. Many times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I saw a philosophy this is a Hegelian video about four podcast. years ago. I have a book on Hegel that I haven't read. Does that count? I did, I've I never even tried to read Hegel. I had several, like, been to several classes, like, philosophy classes uh, about Hegel, and I didn't retain anything. <laughs> it's just so hard. Is, it's very it's hard. So <laughs> and we're very stupid on this podcast, yeah. hence why we have a podcast. I don't um, get philosophy. I. I did them because we, I needed extra like credits for university. I uh, really like philosophy. I, I'm glad I did it because it was genuinely really fun. Uh, but I'm, I can't say I'm into it. I only did philosophy for the girls. <laughs> Doing philosophy for Damn, bitches. Damn, they got girls. Yeah. <laughs> they got bitches in philosophy. That's crazy. <laughs> no. I like I've never even tried to read it. I like that Terry in this book is... Uh, is like yeah, I like the I like the politically incorrect religious songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> None of like, that SJW bring, should <laughs> bring back the racist racist hymns. <laughs> <laughs> but it can, in a way, I can relate because like the the like contemporary <laughs> church songs they come up with just suck shit. Like yeah, know. yeah. I mean, Terry's saying like being a wasp in America. Is like in, is like the worst way of being religious, and he's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> he's not wrong, and I mean, I have heard other like Catholics say that the songs I mean, did used to be better when they were younger, and that as when they go as coming. Sorry, no, it's fine. <laughs> just that when they go as adults, and the songs are different, and they're new now, and they suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because um, music used to be better. Yeah. Okay. Like before, before they invented uh, jazz, I, I've been reading a lot of the Dorno recently. <laughs> 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 that is now. No. Look, the jazz. Bristol music scene really fucked up music. Mm. That's not untrue. <laughs> uh, Bristol, home of home of jazz. Um. Yeah. The thing about Bristol is it's never produced a good band. Yeah, I will stand by that. That's not that's that's not true. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so mean. <laughs> Name me a band from Bristol that's good. Um, heard. Ma- I've never heard of attack. them. Therefore, I, not good. Okay, I've not heard Massive Attack. I'll be honest. Tricky. Okay, uh, I've heard of you mention Tricky. I love Tricky. Great guy. Great, great, great lad. lad. <laughs> top, great top lad. <laughs> Top lad, you know he used to date Bjork. I was gonna say, did you know he was used to to date Bjork? (laughs) It's crazy. Did you know know Tricky was named after a dildo in the Naked Lunge? (laughs) (laughs) Tricky Dicky and Steely Dan. There's a bit on on Bjork's Wikipedia where she like repeatedly uh, complained about how people define her music by like the guys she's dated. Uh, because <laughs> I'm not sure that's true. I don't think that's true. Like I, I don't. I, don't, I, I didn't not, know about I any of. I only know Tricky. Yeah. No, right. No, it was just often maybe the producers the, on her. Maybe it was true in the nineties. 
I, yeah. I don't know. What if it's just some guy from down the road? Mm. Like, oh, Bjork was in her, her Dave period at that point. Yeah. <laughs> not the rapper Dave, but... Uh, no, just like a Scott, just like a, just like a Welsh guy named Dave Davis, no relation to the, yeah, to the guy from yeah. the Kings. No. Yeah, or the um, auditorium MP. Auditorium MP. Two of them. She was yeah. engaged to. She was engaged to DJ Goldie. See? What with Bjork? <laughs> She's a little fairy. As a result, as a result of her time spent in London, Bjork? Bjork developed the Cockney accent. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, I'm Cockney just Icelandic back to Bjork. is a great. I mean, look. What if a, what if an Icelandic person was Cockney? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Governor, you got any rotting shark? Yeah, I was gonna do that. <laughs> All right, Governor, you got All any right. herring? All right, mate, you gonna hunt a whale? <laughs> I just really yeah. think that. Grab like, any everyone... dolphins today, say, Greek geezer. <laughs> like, Björk would show up and everyone would want to date her. Like, that's true. I mean, that seems to be what happened. Yeah. She showed up in London and just, like, dated a bunch of, like, I mean, here's this mysterious guys. New Zealandic musical genius <laughs> like New Zealand New Zealand uh, fucking Icelandic Icelandic <laughs> <laughs> different vibes I was gonna oh say Icelandic oh my god that was I forgot about the murder attempt Jesus fucking Christ someone tried to kill Bjork yeah he sent her like a packet of sulfuric acid ah. in the mail and then and then killed himself uh, to a Bjork Damn. song uh, because <laughs> He was mad that she was dating oh, yeah. DJ Goldie. <laughs> Not sure I'd ever get over yeah. that personally. I know. I don't think it was probably very uh, enjoyable for her. Um, and then, God, that's so rough. See, I don't think music is that like dramatic these days. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> no, it isn't. These days, all that happens is like... Charlie XCX posts like a 15 tweet thread at someone who said uh, I I still like Charlie but I don't fuck with the m- most recent songs <laughs> yeah um, that's like do you think, musical drama do you think like online stand culture has provided like a re- release <laughs> valve for all of the it, like extremely fucking it, weird people who possibly, would, would have bottled it up and gone to see that they just like come yeah, into your right. mansions and post videos of like the person they like yeah. it's like yeah. As Stefan Molyneux would say, this is not an argument. <laughs> okay. I think it's I think it's true. Like rather than like shooting John Lennon or like trying to assassinate <laughs> the president, uh, everyone just goes online and posts fan cams, and that like eases enough pressure off the valves that they can like not commit some sort of murder. It's easier the to find people for insane on- people. Yeah, it's easier to find people online now where you can say things like. He's so submissive and breedable. Um, I want to make him my boy wife about like <laughs> Harry Styles. <laughs> that's just that's and just a normal thing to say. What are you talking about? <laughs> Did you see that shit about fucking uh, t- Tom Holland has uh, has challenged uh, masculinity norms so much, and we don't talk about how he fixed toxic masculinity by doing like. <laughs> he's he's changing toxic masculinity by pretending to be a woman as it's, a joke. Yeah, it's tr- it's true that we don't talk about that. We don't talk. Well, I'm being forced to wear a skirt like by, every by time by someone dresses up as a woman for a panto in Britain, which I heard is like a thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They they like challenge toxic masculinity. They do. 
Um, and it's great stuff. Um, yeah. Not just challenging. Every time the Royal Marines have a party, uh, <laughs> it's challenging toxic masculinity. <laughs> it's not just Every, challenging Every like, officer's mess in the First World War. <laughs> it's challenging transphobia too, which is something we hate in this country. We hate yeah. transphobia. That's good. Yeah, famously. Mm. Um, I was. I I, are we talking about? I just don't get why people people like Tom Holland like. That. So listen, I was the job interview that I had to do for this job that I just got. We had oh to get God. in. It was like a group interview, yeah. and one of the activities we got put in groups, and then we all had to come up with people like fictional, living or dead that we would want to host a dinner party, and two of the girls in the group suggested both RuPaul and Tom Holland, and I was like. Out of everyone. <laughs> Out of everyone. Living, dead, fictional, Tom, Tom Holland. Tom Holland. And I mean, RuPaul? I get to RuPaul, I guess. Like, I don't agree, but... Yeah. Tom I was, it's, it's Out of everyone who's ever lived, it's just bananas. Mm-hmm. He's like, I, I do want to mention, just because... Okay. I was just going to say, Tom Holland, to me, is like the type I'm of actor where I can never buy it. Yeah. Like, he just always he yeah. just always seems like he's putting up an act. He looks like he's got he's something in boy. his mouth. Yeah. To be fair, I've I've never seen him in a movie. <laughs> I've only seen him in Spider Man. I've seen fair. I've seen him in Spider Man three. Too many Spider Man. I have not watched Spider-Man any. I have not watched any Marvel expect. movie. I have not watched any Marvel movie since Age of Ultron. No, that's not fair. I watched Ragnarok, but I haven't seen I went, him since then. So I went because my housemates went, and I didn't have anything else to do on that day. And it was, you know, better than not going. Yeah, Maybe. I haven't watched any other Tom Holland to movies. It's slop. It's... I did see a very funny um, clip of him and uh, Robert Pattinson both doing southern accents at each other, um, and like really like overpronouncing the word like uh, "yas" in like in different ways every single time, which was very enjoyable. That sounds funny. Um, he seems like a perfectly He's like, nice lies. young man. <laughs> They're both English. Very strange. Yeah, yeah. yeah he seems like seen... normal. He's just like a guy. Yeah. But like... Have you seen Robert Pattinson in The King? No. The movie is worth watching just for his his like one appearance. He has two appearances. His first appearance, where he does the most like bizarre French accent I've ever heard, and then probably get kills at the end. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I just take so it's much good. pleasure of that one time where uh, I still remember when like weirdos on twitter got mad at me uh and then one of them would try to own own me by saying some like really complicated words that turned out they also posted that robert pattinson's english accent is bad <laughs> <laughs> that's incredibly funny <laughs> i mean is it one... is bad they're not wrong but like <laughs> what were they trying to own you about again Yana? she got into some like, uh, so psychoanalysis some... thing yeah. Oh, I remember. Yeah, that was that was silly. It was it was incredibly stupid. Um, what was I gonna? I was gonna say we're talking about a book. Um, yeah. So Carpe Juggalum. Yeah. So the point uh, that we were making probably at some point was to do with Mytilios's character arc being good. I don't know why we're now here, but it's fine. Talking about from Tom the bottom. Holland. Now we're here. Uh yeah, I love Matt Leotz's storyline. I like when he cut the vampire's head off. That's very cool. Do you yeah. want to talk about um fascist vampires? Yeah. Vampires. Mm. Vampires. What if the bloodsuckers were uh were fascist though? <laughs> like 
is really good. I do love all the bits like in this that just make it really, really clear. Like the whole bit where Vlad's trying to convince Agnes to become a vampire and he's like, we only kill people who deserve to die. It's just like... Yeah. "Mm." (laughs) And then there's like, oh, my favourite bit was... I've bookmarked it. Yeah. Um, It's like Agnes thought about escrow and the cues and the children playing while they waited and how evil might come animal shop in the night or grayly by day on a list it's just very mm. good it's very yeah. chilling it is mm. just there's a lot of really fucking good good lines in this I think. yeah it's like just because it's bureaucratic <laughs> mm. or polite violence violence by bureaucracy yeah violence by politeness isn't that just Bryn? yeah yes <laughs> yeah People are allowed to be fascist, so but you're not allowed to, to critique you. them. Yeah. Whether the, whether the death is delivered by you not getting enough money to eat, or whether it's someone shooting you, you're still just as dead. Yeah. The death is by putting into like cheap cladding on a giant building. Yeah, I was listening to that today as well. Yeah. The QAA episode about Grenfell Tower conspiracy theories, Annie Kelly on oh. it, it's very good. Um, mm. But yeah, sort of really brought back the whole. Wow, like yeah, that was social murder. Yeah, yeah, they were just killed because they didn't matter. Yeah, they were allowed to die. Yeah, because everyone knew it was going to happen. Yeah, because these are the people who deserve to die. In the yeah, grim, very grim stuff. Terry's on the money. Yeah. Terry is. He's really sort of going off with this. He's going off here. Yeah. And the way they are, and the, the sort of the horribleness, he's really good at this sort of visceral, um, kind of upsetting, um, scene sort of stuff or like description. Like it's the the mayor, who's like so cowed, and then as soon as he like notes weakness, he like tries to kill the count by like strangling him to death with his chain, mm. and then the the count just like snaps him in half and fucking kills him. <laughs> it's just it's incredibly horrible, but like so visceral, and like you really sense the the hatred that the people in the town have for these yeah. monsters who like treat them like animals yeah. basically yeah. And, I, and I think because it's so juxtaposed with like scenes that are quite funny and yeah. light hearted so when it does hit it's like ah, it's even, it's yeah, even more shocking that, uh, the fact that the, that the vampires are like uh, this vampire family has like this very recognizable relatable family dynamic yeah, mm. uh, makes the like, I don't know. It's it's not humanizing fascists, but it's more like showing the way that they're like. They have human traits makes the fascism even more like, gruesome. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's I don't think it's, like, f- do it like making fascism less serious. Yeah. It's it's pointing out the mm. fact that anyone can do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like. Well. Mm. Fascism, it, it's inhumane, but it's humans who carry it out and humans yeah. who came up with it. Yeah. Yeah, I read, I read this book that Robin lent me about like a fascist horror movie, horror book mm. called um, Tell Me I'm Worthless. And I, I was just, so, yeah, I was thinking about that a little bit when I was reading this, just to, how it talks about fascism. Yeah. But it's specifically um, English fascism as well. English, English fascism, yeah. The, the yeah, sickness at the heart of England. 
it's, it's really like a, good. like a trans horror. It's really, really good. It's really fucked up. Like it's disturbing, incredibly disturbing. Can I read? But that? really good. Yes. Yeah. Chaz, mail it to George. I have it. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, and I think it is interesting because you have this like a like slightly appealing character of Vlad. Yeah. Where like he has this yeah. whole thing, where he like he really wants Agnes to like join him and he keeps saying stuff to her and she keeps being and then Peditor might be like oh but he's right that blah and Agnes is like no he's, he's not and then she's so horrified by it and it's very much like something that in like other vampire fiction they'll have a character who does like he's a vampire who does like horrible stuff well, and then for like years and that is redeemed by yeah. like the, the female romant like romantic partner who's like sort of normal or normalish in this case and like yeah. in this one where Agnes is like he bites her, and it obviously doesn't work because Nanny's Granny's already done her like bullshit. But at the end, he's like, "You wouldn't kill me, would wax. you, Agnes?" <laughs> I'm just a little yeah, your blood, blood is good by the He's like, "You wouldn't kill me, Agnes. We could be so good together." And she's like, "No, nah, I'd I'd help them." <laughs> yeah, killed you. Yeah, it's and funny. I think, that, I think that rules. It's funny because yeah. it did make me think of. Uh, the Bella Forest book Darklight. Shade of the Vampire? No, well, oh, okay. that one, but also in Darklight where the vampires only kill criminals. <laughs> because they, they can sense evil. The, yeah, evil is in the blood. Evil is in the blood and they can smell it and it's like textually good that they do this. Um, and then there's like an extra concentration camp in it. Yeah. And... Yeah. That's a messy book, but it's just like a lot of a lot of <laughs> you were you're right about like a lot of these sort of like vampire stories are there. I mean fucking half of modern vampire stories feature main characters or love interests who are Confederate soldiers. That's like a trope. <laughs> that's I could that's in Twilight, that's in the Twilight. Vampire Diaries, that's in mean um to. True Blood. That's American Americans love old times and they're only old times mm. are like horrible times where you're like oh they're in the confederacy isn't that romantic yeah. it's like no you never, <laughs> they didn't know it was bad then right there was just a whole other army who said it was bad yeah <laughs> never yeah. ask a woman her age a man his salary and old timey vampire <laughs> what side of the civil war he was on. I mean, <laughs> such a good one. that's really true <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I mean, like, um, oh, I'm a lot that. of British vampire stuff, they're going to be, like, you know, in the 1800s, you sort of... I mean, they tend to be Victorian, yeah. so you're like, whatever. But, like, you know, how how many of the British vampires are, are, are slave... Are, are, like, related to the slave trade or, like, made their money through the slave trade? Li- yeah, I mean, exactly. At least it's less, it's less explicit, I guess. But, you know, still, something to think about. Um, proximity to wealth. And vampires. Yeah. Vampires. Um, it's almost like vampires. class will have something to do with... Class? Class is something to do with vampires. <laughs> um, they just think they're better than you, but they're not... They like, yeah, and they it's live not in even a mansion. blood they want. Yeah, Granny Weatherwax is like, oh, I, there used to be a vampire queen, a blanker, and she was, like, chill. I mean, she used to kill people. She was called the reasons. Impaler. <laughs> she was called the Impaler. Do you get it? Um... <laughs> And she's like, it's not that you can go without blood if you just, like, eat some other stuff. It's just that you crave the power that you get from, like, feeding on people. And, you know, pretty good. Uh, Margaret and Nanny hang out with Igor. Great stuff. And they learn all about him. There's a lot of Igor content at the end of this book. where we A lot of him, uh, like... really enjoyable reading experience reading his dialogue. 
mm-hmm. I listened to the audiobook, so I had the oh, oh my god. god experience of it all being um, said as written, which was said, said into your ears. Yes, quite good actually. <laughs> I can imagine. Yes. I, I love I love Igor, uh, despite there's not the, the fact that there's nothing funny about the way he talks. There's nothing there's funny. Nothing funny <laughs> about, about a speech no. impediment. It's <laughs> a very worried. serious matter. The world left don't want to admit that it's simply very funny to have a speech in <laughs> There is there is nothing funny about saying things like this. There's nothing funny this. about crap. There's nothing funny about claps to the dog. I, I, love, um, I love crap. You could argue, aren't they canonically, it's like not that they like physically physically less, but it's just like how they talk as part of their sort of ego culture. Yeah. 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 It's like an it's like an yeah, accent more than it is a speech yeah. impediment. Yeah, this hasn't been this hasn't been quite quite established yet, but yeah, I like this is how he brings in the egos where there's like a whole clan of them and they all have the same habits and they all like follow certain like clan rules. I think it rules. Yeah, <laughs> um, I love him. He has a dog called Scraps. He has two hearts and maybe two. Mm. <laughs> Asshole, he does have two you know. thumbs in one hand. He's got two thumbs on one hand, yeah. <laughs> so he can thumb you. <laughs> For the two assholes, he's got two thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. See, I think maybe he would be the you know you know how Cassinunda is the world's second greatest lover? Yeah. Igor is the greatest. Igor is the mm. greatest. <laughs> mm. It's got Igor is the greatest lover. Yeah. Damn, think, um, what that tongue do, am I right? Besides lisp. Whoa. Yeah. It's too big Which to is his not mouth, funny. so... It's, there's it's nothing funny it. about what Igor does with his thumb. Uh, no. With his tongue. So this I, love the, I love that. I love that crap is just like the most like slobbery dog. Like... Yeah. <laughs> like he's very scary looking, but... Mmm... But he's very friendly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love him. I was friendly. I was very he's upset very when he when he died. Um, it was sad, but he was brought back to life by Igor in the end. So he was, was brought fine. back, and Death got to play with him for a bit, which was nice. Yeah, mm. I don't think, exactly. I don't think he was happy with it. <laughs> 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 it's like, I'll let him come back to life. It's the only way I'm getting my uh, scythe back. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Good stuff. Margaret had a very small role in this book, to be honest, but she's there. She's, she's hanging she's out. Back. She makes a dick. She makes a dick joke <laughs> to Nanny, and Nanny's like, "Who are you?" He's like, "You, you should know what it's character growth. <laughs> you have a child. <laughs> it's character growth." Yeah, it is character yeah. growth. It's good. I like her in this. I mean, I know Agnes got really mad because she was like, ugh, Margaret isn't pathetic anymore and I hate that. <laughs> um, but it, it's nice that she's sort of, yeah. It's nice, nice she's, that she's, she's doing matured. fine, you know, mm. after after the tragic fate of marrying Varens. Yeah, their love yeah. story continues to be nothing. <laughs> <laughs> they fuck. They fucked. Well, they yeah. fucked at least once. <laughs> at least once. Mm-hmm. At least, I- she wishes enough that people that... would be nicer to him. <laughs> they fucked enough that she knows what a dick is. Yeah. <laughs> she still she knows how to make a dick joke. She still yeah. doesn't get Granny's uh, Nanny's joke about um, the the priest, the woman, and 
what was it? The old woman and the right and the rhinoceros. Yeah. yeah. But she'll get that when she's forty. Yeah. It took her to get yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a very good joke. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would love to know what that joke is. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Well, you'll know when you're forty. <laughs> yeah, you'll. Know. It will just come to yeah. you. Um. <laughs> Much like the rhinoceros. Um. Yeah. The, uh, speaking, yeah. So speaking of um, having like a, a variant, easy gender swapping in uh, Discworld, there's mm. the bit where they're talking about the Kelder of the Nakmak Feagles. Mm. Um, yeah. And Nanny's like, yeah, there's, they're a bit like the dwarves. There's hardly any difference apart from what's under the loincloth. Um, mm-hmm. and Margaret's like oh I bet Granny knows and Nanny's like well she isn't saying she says it's their business and I'm like yeah it is once again Granny Weatherwax says fuck turfs this podcast no, is proved right <laughs> yeah it's good I like that we see the Kelder and we see the sort of um, weird like hive style nature of the Nakmak feel yeah um, I think it's cool they are cool. They are cool. They, they are say- cool in this one. They shoot Verence's shadow. They give him a drink that makes him re- he makes him go berserker mode and like <laughs> it's the try and, mode like, drink. Yeah, beat down a castle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm 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 going to put on my my pedant hat here. It's a very large hat. Um, okay. Terry Terry points out that the bronze sword is is in good condition for bronze, which. Frankly, disappoints me as a as an archaeologist. <laughs> Any anyone surely knows that bronze will usually be in a better condition after thousands of years in the ground than iron. Mm-hmm. Anybody, anybody I would have known that. that. I mean, I would. Yeah. Okay, that was that was pedantry section. That was the pedantry section. <laughs> this whole do, do, podcast do, do. is the pedantry section. George's pedantry corner. <laughs> this is a, I think this what is the a listeners come here pedant. for is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we cultivate a type of like enjoyment of media, right? Where you feel really smart yeah. if you know something better than the author. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we do a little ding noise when we notice that something is incorrect, ding. Uh, and we feel good about it. Mm-hmm. I feel I mean, great. Yeah, I feel really good. <laughs> um, I love to own him beyond the grave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a bit where uh, I mean, we do. There's a bit where Granny is like in a weird in between world where she's like facing like a big light and a big dark. And she she's goes like, to the oh, white train station in the end of the Harry Potter movies. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like all these whispered words, and she's like, actually, the darkness is literally just like me. So I'm just going to have to like deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> when it's I'm a, the darkness. And it's, it's pretty. <laughs> and it's pretty cool. And Death's there. He hangs out it's for a, a lot of Granny Granny's storyline in this book. Um, and at the end, she still ain't dead. So yeah, it's you know, it's good. Very good to me that Granny's and like for several books, her arc has been about I'm ex- like she's extremely powerful and could go sicko mode at any point. But it is so nice to read a book where the struggle against fascism is a like a choice that you have to make and reckon with even if it wouldn't benefit you personally necessarily mm. i just think it's really good <laughs> and more books should yeah, do that they're keeping like oh you could join us you could join us and you'd be so powerful and cool and you wouldn't have to worry about like good and evil and making choices and stuff and you would just be like, it would be so cool but like they don't make that choice and that's that's important mm-hmm. 
It's like the opposite of Calvinism. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's, and uh, she's also important because she has this whole thing about almost being genetic, not like genetically evil, but that like the propensity to evil is like in her blood because like her sister was kind of evil and this whole thing about Black Alice her. going to the bad mm. and being evil. But then at the end of this one, um, the old Igor resurrects the old master who's the world's funniest, bestest the vampire. old master. <laughs> He's so campy. He's so campy. He has a like a keyboard that makes funny noises. <laughs> that make like Halloween effects, and it says on it like the children of the night. What beautiful music, music they make! make. <laughs> it's really it's just Terry ha- like regurgitating all of the Hammer horror films he watched when he was younger. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, he's yeah. just that. He's just a Hammer horror vampire, and it rules. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. He like everyone loves like, like, music. He all this stuff around the castle. Yeah, all, all the villagers are like, all all like we love. Yeah, we love that guy. He, uh, you know, he only came out every once in a while, and the garlic trick always worked. Yeah, <laughs> he respected mm-hmm. tradition. <laughs> <laughs> he did respect tradition. <laughs> he's a, he has like a, a he's like a holy water sommelier. Yeah. He collects rare holy yeah. water. <laughs> like, like, why does this vampire have so much holy water? Yeah. Like he writes music. Vampire. He writes music that he calls Return of the Bride of the Revenge of the Son of Count Magpie. <laughs> from 20,000 fathoms. Does it say, like, from the swamp or something and it's, like, crossed out? Oh, so, yeah, yeah, from, from, from 20,000 fathoms. Yeah. From, but that's it, yeah. Sonata for Thunderstorm, Trapdoors, and Young Women in Skimpy Clothing. Yeah. yeah, what are those called? Like ode to uh, ode to young women in underwired nightdresses. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is a good point. Where are they finding all these underwired nightdresses? I've never seen one. I know, uncomfortable. It's the nineteen um, fifties, baby. <laughs> Everything's underwired, so your boobs are perfectly yeah. conical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so he when he comes back from the dead, he's like, yeah. Uh, this is because first of all, Margaret fucking basically kills the countess by like trapping her in a jar and throwing her in a river. Frankly, hilarious. Like, oh well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fact um, that she like turned into like a goopy smoke to get through the door, and she's like just really pragmatically figures a way around it is really yeah, good. yeah. It's really funny. <laughs> she's she still has like lords and ladies training. She knows who she yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and she's a mother now. Um, yeah, and then the count is obviously decapitated by mitoli oats, which is great. Um, great and stuff. then the count, the new count, basically takes uh, the other two, Lacrimosa and Vlad, and is like, "I will train them and bring them up in deference to the old ways." And then they sort of turn into magpies and disappear. Yeah, because um, <laughs> they're like, "Oh, it's, it's better that they should live." And yeah, yeah, death is to, too good for to them, actually. That. Yeah. They'll just come back, yeah. Magpie, um, like fascist, magpie, like fascism. Really makes you Ooh. think. <laughs> magpie, what? Uh. Terry gives us a subtle hint. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that they're uh, called re- the Magpie re- family is a subtle Easter egg um, <laughs> to magpies, <laughs> the birds. To the, bird. the magpie. But Pyre. Here's like, all the spoilers for the end of the book, Terry, hidden in the beginning of the book. 
<laughs> Spoiler. I do really, I really, I do really like because uh, all the vampires keep like freaking out when when because basically after they bit Granny, she was in the blood. So when they drank her blood, they drank Granny, and now they're all kind of Granny affected. Mm. Um, so like their ability to resist the vampire stuff sort of is beginning to lose them they're all kind of losing it and they keep saying like oh i can't be having with this and like they keep using like granny words <laughs> yeah which happens quite early on and i noticed this time because i knew it happened and i was just like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah this is pretty good all of them shaking their heads delicious. kissing their teeth and going can't be doing with this <laughs> can't be having with this uh, or like there'll be a reckoning and it's it's just very it's really good mm-hmm. um but there's there's a bit where Lacrimos is talking about the fact like they've been taught so many holy symbols by their dad in an effort to like stop them affecting them that now there's so many different symbols that now everywhere they look they see symbols because like there's so many of them which is when she says like everywhere I look I see something holy which is the same thing that my Leot says at the end when he's talking about like regaining some sort of faith (laughs) I just thought that was really cool yeah yeah, for one person it's good and for the other it's bad. It's really mm-hmm. me. I, o- it almost as if they're foils. <laughs> it's fun to see Lacrimosa kind of get an, uh, what's coming to her in this one. She's, she's like extra horrible to um, Agnes. Agnes in this Everyone. last third of the book. Um, it, mm. it made me think of school. <laughs> Yeah, she's yeah, she's, she's very angry. like bitch girl at school. Yeah, yeah. she's canonically a sadist. Yes, she tortures big mm. things for fun and people. Yeah, mm. I do not care for her. I wonder what I do. Wonder what like, like obviously it's sort of not really worth it speculating on. Like, oh, where are the characters now that like briefly came into this one? But I'm thinking about like her and her group of friends who all took like human names and like sat around trying to. <laughs> drink wine and stuff and i'm just like what's next for them the ones who are still alive i don't know rehabilitation i guess <laughs> I, I, I like one of them mm. sees went agnes to a swedish prison like, oh i'm Ag- i'm agnes and he and she's like wow great name <laughs> such <laughs> a good a, choice such a normal name great pick oh, so i also like the fact that there's a guy called cryptifer i think that's really funny <laughs> yeah <Cryptifer. laughs> yeah <laughs> He's a member of a prominent uh, Southwestern American uh, gang. <laughs> oh, Cryptifer? <laughs> yeah. He's wearing a, like a blue cravat. Yeah. Cryptifer yeah. is like the best name Terry has ever come up with. It's really good. <laughs> Cryptifer Nolan. Cryptifer Nolan. I don't know. Nigel is pretty good. Nigel. Nigel, Nigel. Nigel with a J. Who are you even? Where'd you even come up with something like that? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I like that he's became a vampire to meet women. Yeah. 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 Well, they're like, yeah. He 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 became a vampire to meet women, but now all he's interested in is their necks, which like wasn't the whole point when he became a vampire Same. to meet women. <laughs> <laughs> so upsetting when you turn into a vampire of... for pussy, and then you just get you're just interested in the in the nussy. Get... The nussy. Yeah, <laughs> I did it all for the nussy. My nussy. <laughs> carpe, My nuss- carpe, carpe jugum does mean seize the thrussy. <laughs> seize the thrussy. <laughs> uh. 
my vampire boyfriend only wants me for my thrassy. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> he keeps calling himself the throat goat. <laughs> well, it's it's a call to like the chupacabra legends where it's like the throat the the goat sucker. monster. Yeah, the goat mm-hmm. sucker. Yeah. Um so he's goat he's sucker. the he's the th- <laughs> It's all coming together in my head. Uh, I believe in you. He's the throat. We can cut together the pause. There we go. Nothing. Wait. Okay, good. <laughs> the throat goat sucker. <laughs> the throat goat sucker, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is good. Yeah. Um, good stuff. I think Nancy Pelosi's a vampire. Do you mean Nancy Reagan? Do you? No, no. I well, I I kind of I got them confused, but I do mean Nancy Pelosi. I think she's a I think she's a vampire. Did you see that video Mm. of her today? Yeah, that's what's that's really strange video. I have not seen. I feel like some of my too old. (laughs) Do you see the one of Dash's face at the SAG Awards? Yeah. Well, they're getting the award. That's acting. (laughs) No, she's she's on something. What? Of course she is. It's the it's the award shows i'm surprised there's not cocaine mm. provided for them in like little bags on the way in it probably is it probably is yeah which is why we need so to get this podcast nominated for a hugo so that we can go yeah, to the, for the award cocaine. ceremonies where they give you the cocaine get, get us cocaine that good hugo <laughs> cocaine give it to us we but need don't it. don't don't yeah. just send us cocaine i'm not interested in that i want the, I the one they give at the, at the hugo's <laughs> I want the huge. If it was, if it's the sag, novelty cocaine. Yeah. Would it be the uh, podcast audio workers guild? The pork. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah! I guess it would be. <laughs> yep, we That's are right. absolutely audio incredible workers. work. Well, like an insult convention, am I right, gang? <laughs> Yeah, I'd go to the I'd go to the insult convention. My boots have gone mouldy, and I don't know why. I need new insoles. <laughs> okay. Podcast awards. I wash them out like... with vinegar. Smell horrible. Po- the, the 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 podcasters guild awards more like any group of men. Am I right? Hey, <laughs> got him. Hey. The. Uh, Man, we'll literally the, win a win an award for podcasting. The, the, no, the Nobel Peace Prize, more like the the women's awards. Am I right? Literally, mm. a group of men is called a podcast, and a group of women is called dumb bitches. Yeah, it's called world peace. <laughs> it's called it's called baby shopping. It's called the shopping center. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's called being at a gay club at two a.m. and monopolizing the dance floor. <laughs> Even though you're all straight. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's right. That's right. Don't like it. We hate the I actually think more school being straight be in gay bars. If they're trans. I think they should be bad. I think... I'm not saying that you can't go in. I'm just saying that the industrial complex of, oh, it's late, and we're a group of straight people. Wouldn't it be so funny if we, as a huge group, went to this, the gay club? So it needs funny. to be curtailed. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> I would be laughing. 
It'd be so crazy. I'd be like, isn't it funny that we're in a gay club right now and we're not even gay? Isn't it funny that we're straight and this this is a gay club? (laughs) (laughs) It's like we're not even meant to be here, but they can't bar us from entry. Nope. (laughs) It's like, it's literally not illegal. It's literally not illegal. Life you is have full to, of rich you have, to, you have to suck a dick on the door in order to get in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you well, it's not gay if you're sucking card. dick just for entry, so... I'm making mm-hmm. gay cards a yeah. real thing. <laughs> gay, gay cards, but as a work thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you drop your gay card and someone's like, oh, you've dropped this, and you're like, oh, thank you. I don't want to lose that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm going somewhere tonight. Thank you so much. I really needed that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. When I mean, all of my, my straight girls yeah. need to go there. <laughs> when I was at the library a few weeks ago I and I left my library. My gay ca- best friend. And I left my library card there. I was like, oh, this is pretty annoying. But at least it wasn't my gay card that I left there. <laughs> 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 when, exactly. you, when you drop your library cards and I, I don't know I don't know where I was going with that one <laughs> when you drop your library card am I right fellas I'm always Hashtag saying this where, where am I meant to work out now I'm sick of all these um, straight people going to the gay bars and losing their library cards there <laughs> I'm, straight, I'm sick of all these straight people going to the libraries someone needs <laughs> to say it <laughs> <laughs> straight people would be like I, wouldn't you... it be so funny if we went to the library and we're not <laughs> even so gay funny. even we're not even gay and we, we can't even library. read we can't, we can't read books but we're in the library right now at like 2am yeah yeah. women love to walk around carrying a bag that says museums are not neutral I think that's <laughs> disgusting I think it's fine Jazz, Jazz has, been, has been so ethered by that comment that she's Entirely, entirely pixels right now. <laughs> oh, well, none of us are perfect. <laughs> uh, I am. What, what more that's do we... Why, that's why I'm single, because I'm perfect. Yeah. Yes. What more do we have to say about the, vamp- the vampires? Vampires. Anything else about the vampire? Do you want to talk about the phoenix? There's a phoenix in this. It's pretty cool. Right, yeah. like a phoenix. <laughs> I was kind it. of. Ex- I don't know. I think I made a very weird prediction in the first episode of this. Yeah, you did. Um, yeah, you said the phoenix is gonna ca- carry a really heavy load. <laughs> that's <laughs> it's gonna shoot a really heavy load. That's exactly it. Um, I don't remember what my theory was. It wasn't correct. Which you said that it was gonna like crow like a cockerel or something. Yeah, and that was gonna gonna kill the vampires. Well, yeah, because there's like the whole thing about the cockerel's crow kills some mythical creatures and Mm. there's the whole bit in this where like the vampires are weakened and they're like heading back home and they're like they better get that back there before the cockerel crows which obviously is like before the morning and the sun comes up and they all die but Mm. also I was like that would be interesting but that would I think have worked better if the phoenix had been born around chickens and it wasn't so no it wasn't but i think that would have been funnier so my advice to terry going forward would be (laughs) to make the phoenix a cockerel next time no symbolism the phoenix can't like represent sort of alternate views of faith or whatever instead it's got to be about like it can still be alternate views of faith (laughs) it just should have been a chicken (laughs) 
<laughs> it just should have been a chicken. What if, what if it represented chicken? Well, it could represent mm. the faith of people in the old ways that they used to get rid of vampires, which include cockerels. <laughs> and... <laughs> no, I... Listen, I know writers who use subtext and metaphors, and they're all cowards. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> metaphors are for eighth grade book Less reports. metaphor, uh, more chicken. Yes! <laughs> Look, I say it. I think Terry should have put a chicken chickens? in here. Yeah. Where are the chickens? I opened up this book and I was expecting chickens. Yeah. And there were no chickens. There were magpies. They're kind of like chickens, but they're not chickens. When I read chickens. a book called Carpe Juggalo, I difference. am expected to find chickens in it. Yeah, I'm looking mm. for chickens. I'm looking for juggling. Where is the juggling? Where is the I'm juggling? looking for juggalos. Carpe Where juggalos. are my juggalos yeah. at? <laughs> where are my carpets at? Not a single carpet in this book. Where? No. Where? I'm, no, not a single I'm so hard for it. <laughs> <laughs> so much thrusty and no carpet this is just upsetting don't you hate it that's real male moving space vibes it's when they sleep on a mattress on the floor they have no carpet and <laughs> yeah I'm like what do you fuck everywhere. yeah you don't I have a carpet, have, what are you carpet fucking? floor the hardwood floor <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's that's just impractical where is the friction there's no yeah. friction it's too slippy you'll be slip and sliding all over slip and sliding and be like when you like when you're wearing socks and you slide across the wood no. it's that but you're trying to hump it yeah you, or you have a or a badly a badly fitted um like parquet floor yeah you know, like bits of wood mm. that fit together yeah. you're like yeah. kind yeah. of stubby if it's any deviation mm. Mm. yeah stubbing no. mm, that's yeah. the right deviation. word yeah ouch <laughs> a stubbing maybe you're getting splinters yeah. Ooh, that sounds painful. <laughs> I watched. Don't do that. I watched a doc. This is kind of related to nothing, but I just have to tell someone. I watched a documentary on sinkholes earlier today. That was called Sinkholes. Okay, S- kind of horny. Sinkholes sucked to death. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna be real with you. Please That's not like direct me towards these sinkholes. Can, can you recommend this documentary? No. Why? The woke left these days, they just want to be sucked off by the ground. Yeah. That's awful. <laughs> Carpet, sinkholes. You see a big hole, you're like, but can I stick my dick in it? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe there was a, the bit in fucking... So I'm not allowed to go mini-golfing anymore. How to a John Wilson <laughs> where the guy talked about like being sucked off at the scaffolding or something. Yeah, yeah, where he's like tied to the scaffolding yeah. and then a guy like sucks, leaves him there for a bit and then sucks him off. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. He squirted all over the, the floor. The fucking guy who showed yeah, his like, all over the floor. who showed his <laughs> foreskin uh, reconstruction device. Yeah, <laughs> it's like foreskin stretcher that's like attached to the bed frame, and he's there lying on his bed with his dick attached to the bed frame. And he's like, "You seen any good movies?" It's like, "I really like Parasite." <laughs> God, that's so good. <laughs> That's I remember insane. he asked if, if his wife minds it, and he said, well, sometimes at night uh, she bumps into it, and it's... <laughs> Makes a clanging <laughs> record, wakes her up. <laughs> Would it not, if you bump into it, just entirely rip even more skin? Mm, no, because I think it comes off the bed frame easier than it comes off his... It rips his skin off, I think. But maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Because it's, like it's on a stretchy cord, yeah. so it like, rolls over it. It's, it's still, it, can like, it has some movement. Okay. Um, Thank God for he, that. They said it's like five millimeters a year or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it's yeah. worth. Like how long has he been it. doing it for? Because he doesn't. He 
surely if he's been doing it for a long time, he doesn't wouldn't still no, uh, need to still do it. He hasn't done it long I enough. I think he just likes to it. get that to get that cover to regain that cover. He just likes wearing it. <laughs> now I am I Safety am uncircumcised, cut. but do you think I should buy one and just see how long I can get my horse? <laughs> That's extra a new Patreon, so looking, Patreon looking stretch for, goal. I'm looking, for, uh, I'm looking for an extra, for an extra pocket. <laughs> no, that's a stretch goal. <laughs> I will post pictures if I get it above a foot. Oh. Creating a foreskin long enough that it can double back and become a condom. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, baby, I got nothing a solid get, nine nothing inches. Gets through. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, seven off them are four skin. Seven. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a four skin that you can just like carry snacks in. Yeah. <laughs> does does dick hang low? Do you? Can you tie it in a knot? Can you tie it in a bow? Can you tie it in a bow? Can you, can you sling it on your shoulder, shoulder like your shoulder. Continental soldier? Does your foreskin hang low? Foreskin hang low. Okay. Is he hung? This is a bracket foreskin. <laughs> Can you hang someone with your foreskin? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Look, going going on grinder and being like, <laughs> looking for looking for a size queen brackets foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> looking for someone specifically into foreskin. I'm sure there uh, is. <laughs> I mean, there's gotta be. Can I put my entire head in your in your foreskin? No, like a like a hood. Cracking. <laughs> if not, I don't want. Cracking know. back the foreskin like it's a barrel on a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Do we have anything else to add about Carpe Juggling, the book um, by Terry Pratchett? Not enough foreskin. Good book. I think there should Pretty have good. been a bit at the ending where uh, where like. When when Agnes is like there and she's like Terry is like trying to do his weird romance stuff and material should be thinking about how but I'm actually into Granny Weatherwax. That's who I spent yeah. most of this book with. Yeah. Mm. He should be like, sorry, it's nice talking to you. Thank you for giving me the poultice for my boil. Uh but actually I am in love with Granny <laughs> I'm mature I am. There's only one guilf for me. <laughs> Like Harold and Maud, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> one Gwilf. One Gwilf, one Gwilf. Gwilf please. <laughs> one, Gwilf, one Gwilf, please. I think my my final thought on this is a, is a serious note, actually, would be that it is always good to bear in mind that being anti-fascist is a constant struggle and worth so thinking true. about. I think we should have heard something from the vampires' perspective, yeah. where they like. <laughs> if they'd simply mm. tried to debate the if vampires, they tried to talk to I them. Th- I think we have heard their side. I know. Yeah. <laughs> we literally have heard it like a lot. I think we should um, support the vampires because it'll lead to a multipolar world. Um, the living have had it far too good for far too long. Yeah. Yeah, they deserve like something to like make them smarter. Mm. I yeah. mean, she kind of says that actually, Granny. She's like. You need vampires occasionally so you people remember what steaks and garlic yeah. are for. <laughs> yeah, just do the right kind of You can of eat vampire. garlic, Granny. Like, I, I understand the sentiment, but you can eat garlic. If it's you ever fine. go camping, you're going to need something to, to uh, get those pegs into the ground. To keep the... To keep the get, get yeah. the if you're pegging. Into yeah. the ground. Yeah. It will yeah. come back to you. What is a steak but a peg by a different name? So um, true. Mm. It's, point, it's, uh, it's, it's pointed. 
Ah. Into this your is... into your put your stake into my hussy. Yeah. This is uh-huh. this. <laughs> put your Andrew into my hussy. <laughs> Ooh, what that valve do. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Damn girl, that that, that aorta be be gasping. That aorta is it's Shivina on my cave. Less salt. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, oh. vin- So this um, is the last witch's book. How would we rank the witch's books? Because we did it with Rincewind. Oh, I'm gonna need to like pull up the list of them. Uh, the okay, I think for me, yes, Carpe Juggalum number one. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think then Lords and Ladies. Above Masquerade? Um, n- no, Masquerade. <laughs> I'm going to go... <laughs> I love Masquerade. I'm going to go Cafe Juggler, Masquerade, Lords and Ladies, um, Weird yeah. Sisters, Equal Rights, uh, Witches Abroad. I think I basically agree with you. I think I would put Lords and Ladies above Masquerade, personally. That's yeah, fair. I think I we can put... I, I, think, I think that those two are... I would put Lords and Ladies second, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think second, yeah. I think if we want to do a podcast official stance. Yeah. Um Okay. That's I fine. love I love a, a a metaphor for the upper fascist class and <laughs> Lords yeah. and Ladies. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, Carpet I Jungle and both have that. Masquerade is like really, really fun, but <laughs> Lords yeah. and Ladies is just thematically more interesting to me. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just like Masquerade because it's kind of a mystery, yeah. and I love, I love yeah. like a like a mystery. Yeah. It's very fun. Yeah, I would put. Uh, I think I would put. The bottom though, it's it's but just it, kind of just like yeah, it's, it's a bit above close equal to the rights though. Funny abroad. Yeah, or, or or like below equal rights because I, I equal rights is also like a mess, like. It doesn't have. Oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot. I was remembering the good half of yeah. equal rights, but equal the rights. The second is half is like nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I think I'm, I would put equal rights last. Uh, I'm not sure that I would because I, I think the themes in it are more interesting. Um, I know they don't stay through that the whole book, <laughs> yeah. but um, mm-hmm. I love my the the non-binary metaphor is esque intentional or not. Esque is good, <laughs> but like Witches Abroad has some great stuff. There's too. some good bits in Witches Abroad. I like the weather wax. I don't know because I'm. Hmm. There's some very funny bits in Witches yeah. Abroad that I did really enjoy. Like I like them game. when they're on holiday and they have the card game and the funny bullfighting mm. and the sort of yeah, like that. The fact stuff. of fairy tale I like, I like stuff that. is good. It's just not enough of it. Like it's just yeah. not enough of, of of like the central thing of it. But when it shows up, it's good. Yeah, yeah. There's some bits that are cool. I like seeing Casanunda. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. I li- I like the sort of party again. It's another thing where like Granny Weatherwax is just like sort of epic and wins. Yeah. Um, she just ruffle stumps everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Granny Weatherwax OP, please nerf. Which like she kind of does in this one, but it feels a lot more significant and a lot more like something yeah. that's like take takes she, a lot out of her. Yeah. 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 She has to risk a lot for it. She almost yeah. dies like three times. I mean, but it's it yeah. feels like a character arc for like both Granny Weatherwax and like Terry in like figuring out how to write her is that like after mm. after Witches Abroad he starts like coming up with like actual actual yeah. stakes for her <laughs> like Witches Abroad is like peak yeah. Granny is just epic and that's it she's she's epic <laughs> yeah, she is but then and that one it, then that one it is like oh she could be yeah. evil because her sister's evil and they have the same sort of impulses but i don't know i think i'd put yeah. which is abroad above equal rights and like not above the other ones um mm. yeah 
But it's just me. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, but equal rights is, is is in a weird place. Like I, I'm always unsure if we should even count it as one of the witches' books because it just has Granny, none of the other ones. Yeah. Mm. So it's easy to forget about, really. Yeah. Yeah, I think because it's because it's so early and he hasn't like figured mm. out sort of the rotating cast of characters that sort of come in and out. I think it's good for like the contradiction of the witches and wizards and i think it does it does do quite a lot for like the identity of the witch as being like necessary in a community yeah um, which i always enjoy which is you know as we all know the reason i love the the post-birth abortion (laughs) of of this book (laughs) we love the post-birth abortion of this book I love any post-birth abortion. We love we love a postpartum abortion on this podcast. I think more babies should be killed. <laughs> yeah. They're annoying. What if their vibes are bad and they're unpleasant to be around? What if their vibes are bad? Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I guess with it as regards as well to the granny stuff. Like in this one, it is like without mightily Oats, she would have died. Yeah. yeah. Um, like she absolutely would have died. She couldn't just do it on her own. She needed like quite a lot of help, and I think that's important. Yeah. It's mm. that she yeah. had to have that. So yeah, they're like, yeah, it's it's almost like people need to rely on each other. <laughs> uh, Mighty Leo's cancelled for burning a book, something which is always evil <laughs> yeah. and always, always bad. bad. <laughs> it's always bad. <laughs> it's the worst thing you can do. It does. It does make me feel like somebody told Terry that like joke about the devout Christian whose boat sinks at sea and he's drowning. Oh, yeah, and yeah, then, yeah people come by on a raft like, but i sent lifeboats to save yeah. you yeah people come by on a raft and then a boat and he's like no 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 god will save me and god's like i sent you a boat yeah fucking moron i feel like terry read that and was like so true <laughs> so, true. so true you have a book you can burn right here <laughs> you don't need to find another book you can burn <laughs> i'm sure you could probably have interesting well I'm sure it, that religious scholars of many religions have probably debated about whether whether it's acceptable to burn a book to keep yourself warm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, it's like very, a holy it's, book. It's important. Uh, I imagine most of them would probably say yes yeah. if it was going to kill <laughs> it's you. It's probably otherwise. fine. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd probably get some. It's some just a nutters, book, bro. But, yeah, you can get yeah. another one. It's just a. It's just a book i mean i guess you're not supposed to touch the torah with your hands so that feels like it's good okay. if you can if you can successfully Ooh, yeah, set it on no. fire without touching it <laughs> then it's the, not in a the hate Quran's crime not way. supposed to like touch the ground either i yeah. think if your life mm. depends on touching the torah i think yeah i think it would be fine <laughs> i think that's probably allowable if you had to Don't fight someone who was defeated by being touched by the torah would you hit them with the torah <laughs> Checkmate, Judas. If, if, if someone said you had to either die or touch the Torah, then like if, if a Make a Wish kid said that their last <laughs> wish on earth was to touch the Torah, was would to that be the Torah? Okay? What if you were playing a video game and you got really mad? Would you then be allowed to touch the Torah if you were just like in the heat of the moment? Um, <laughs> if, look, what, what if you what if you just really want to touch it? <laughs> <laughs> Press that. F to touch the Torah. What if what if someone who's Jewish says you're allowed to touch the Torah? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give you a Torah touching. What path. if your best what Jewish friend rabbi... that you have on your hinge profile says that you're allowed to touch? <laughs> says you're allowed to touch the Torah. Yeah, I have my. What this is my uh... Jewish best friend next to me, and that's why I'm <laughs> touching his Torah. 
<laughs> and that's just why I'm touching the Torah, my first hinge picture on my profile. <laughs> what if um, what if a rabbi pointed a gun at you and said they ha- you had to touch their Torah or you die? <laughs> well then, what if, what if he said you yes, have, to, have to? If he said you have to either touch your Torah or say the N word, which one would you do? <laughs> I would have to kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. We love to get a little edgy on this podcast. We get edgier every day. Yeah. Um, I, prevent I told you that the, okay. the shadow of cancellation is it's above yeah. us. I can see it circling like a vulture. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what if your dad said that you have to either open this can of beans or touch the Torah? Um, <laughs> <laughs> what if your what if your daughter just said she didn't know how to touch the Torah, so she spent four hours uh, trying to get her to touch the Torah rather than touching it for her? Yeah. Okay. Thank, um, thank you for listening. Thank you so you much. much. Oh my god, you listened to oh this. Oh my god, so good to see you. Listen you like to this? this? Crazy. Uh, I feel you like every episode we're like, it's weird that people would enjoy this. Um, to be fair, uh, if you, it, it is if weird you like, that people would enjoy this. Mm, I know, but I respect people for having bad taste. Um, mm. If you like this, then you could donate to our Patreon for yeah. three. Sorry, we month didn't put out anything. Hopefully, you know hopefully get. Yeah, I'm gonna mm. get on that. I'm getting yeah, on. I'm that. gonna get on the writing the next chapter. Also, it's fine. Yeah, we're getting stuff out there. We might possibly. Um, you, you can cancel at any time. We might um, possibly do an episode on Diana the musical. I think that would be very enjoyable. Yeah. Though, <laughs> I would. Um, I will join in them with that if yeah. I can watch it with one of you in a in a room in real okay. life. It's uh, on Netflix. Yeah, I can't, I'm not watching it alone. Get that arranged. That sounds good. That's okay. Um, yeah. So we got bonus stuff coming, or you can donate for ten and get your name shouted out like these people. Who are we? Well, like? five. <laughs> uh, Wait, what? Five, five. The five tier. Five. We get shout outs for five, not ten. And then really? the 10 is our yes. uncle. Has it always it's been, always been, been, always been that way? <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm uh, so tired. I've been doing a lot today. Five I just didn't want to confuse our listeners that whatever. We left. Bah. Thank you to... Let me start again. Thank you to, yeah, go. Say it again. Or you can donate five euros and get your name shouted out like these lovely people who we... Most friend of the show, Tom, hang the tank. Oh, oh, oh. Karen. Onion Calolifer. Perfectly aged. Milk succubus. Memories of those lost. Don't ask the Confederacy. Crandall. More Justin than you, Crandall. Evan DM. Evan die. M. He's <laughs> not listening to this, whatever. No. Uh, the very special no, thanks to uh, Bjorn Strong and the Amankos of the show on the 10 euro tier, whom are Tintin. Don't stake me, bro. Tintin. Slime Simon. Don't slime me, slime bro. Slime me, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> slime me, I'm all right with it. Oh, that's slime so me, daddy. Oh, Jason oh, Hayes. the slussy. The plush curtains. Thank oh, you. And Big Flatbund. Oh, oh, that bunt is so that flat. That bunt is so flat. Don't that make is me yeah, so practically bad. concave band. Next time we will be reading Fifth Elephant. Fifth I Elephant. 
Fifth I love Elephant, that movie. Like Fifth Aww. Element, but it's an Absolute banger. Fifth Elephant. That's a good one. A really, really good book. Um, again, some epic moments. Uh, a lot of a lot of cultural dwarf stuff. Who's the fifth element? Uh, werewolves. What like subsection is that, it, or is it not? Really it's a watch book. Of... Okay, cool, cool, cool. It's the watch. The watch goes to Uberwald. Ah, Terry's in an Uber, in, he's in an Uberwald. Do they yeah. go to Uberwald and um, Angworth has to talk about the fact that she like got chained to a tree and then yes. had to? Yeah, had to... they go to the they go to the desert in Uberwald. Now we learn yeah. that Angworth the exposition first. Had to kill her best friend. Yeah, <laughs> the exposition doesn't. We're done with the dialectic swamp. We're going back. <laughs> they go into a mine and we learn about their tragic backstories. We learn um, about how homophobia is good, actually. If <laughs> Yeah, as long as you embrace it. It makes you strong. (laughs) As long as it's like you weaponize it. Um, Yeah. Mom, can you pick me up? They're weaponizing homophobia. Do we not weaponize homophobia on this podcast? We do. Das Or die Ausstellungwald. Although it seems like exposition, literally translated in German, is just exposition. Exposition, yeah. Exposition. God damn it, Jeremy. Um, <laughs> God damn yeah, expo- it. Get a better language. Ausstellung like, is like exhibition. What, what's the compound Ooh. noun? Or like expo in the sense of exposition in the sense of world expo. Yeah. Well, okay, anyway. anyway. This, has been, this has been the podcast. We'll see you next time. And until then, beyond strong in the arm. Peace, my name is Franny Weatherwax canonically mm. says Franny Weatherwax fuck says Um Don't treat people as things. You've just been Weatherwax. Let all refugees in from everywhere to wherever else yeah. that they want to go. No yeah. borders. Open borders, baby. Crap. Um, no borders. No borders, no gods, no masters. <laughs> Do not respect the Stand UK. Okay. Bye. 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 Um, time to get back to my classy. Oh,